Living with Obsessive Compulsive Disorder, OCD. Living with this anxiety disorder has played a huge part in my life. This is definitely a vulnerable share for me, one that I haven't shared publicly because I carried so much shame around it. But I also believe it's a story that needs to be told. It's like the elephant in the room. I never spoke about it for a long time and either did anyone who knew me. Shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love, belonging and connection. Shame thrives on secrecy, silence and judgment. Brene Brown It also keeps our traumas unseen, unheard and unhealed. I believe my anxiety is a trait I have always had, later followed by many OCD states throughout my life. I was a quiet, sensitive kid. I experienced sexual trauma at a young age. Growing up, I felt like the outsider. I was bullied at school and have always felt like the observer in my life wanting to be a part of the game, but not sure how to get there. I could sense when something was off and would pick up on any energy around me, mistaking it as my own. My OCD started around the time my parents were separating at 11 years old, but I believe the stage was set long before this. Going through my parents' divorce was tough a wrecking ball was swung and smashed my life as I knew it into pieces. Any form of safety no longer existed. Family life, home life, school life, all became rearranged like a completed puzzle of a thousand pieces thrown against a wall. I can see now how I used OCD as a coping mechanism to survive to feel safe. In my experience, it's hard for anyone who does not have OCD to fully understand it and just how debilitating it can be. It doesn't help that the term OCD is thrown about more in society today, adding insult to injury for the true sufferers out there. My rock bottom began in 2016. I was working three jobs and had started my own business teaching yoga classes. I became overwhelmed, depressed and developed severe debilitating anxiety which triggered my OCD into becoming out of control. I lived alone in an apartment that had a really bad mold problem. I never knew back then just how bad mold can affect your health. It lowers your immunity and can be a trigger for any underlying health symptoms and conditions you may have, including anxiety and depression. It was a dark time in my life. 
I remember finding comfort curled up into a ball, lying on my lounge room floor, consumed by my anxiety. I experienced my first panic attack, getting ready to go to work. I couldn't cope anymore. I could go all day without eating much because I was running on adrenaline. I decided to shut down my life, one job after another. I struggled to get out of bed. I had no choice but to surrender. And I prayed to my angels for help to get me out of this black hole and help me see a light at the end of the tunnel that I just couldn't see. My nervous system felt like it was on fire. I found myself crying every day. I reached out to my family and friends who did their best to help and support me. I had tried to go up against my OCD many times before and failed. This was how I knew how to live my life. It was so hard to even consider what my life might look like without it. The uncertainty and fear of losing control and no cure. I wished I didn't have it. I wanted to be normal, like everyone else. Being at crisis point, whilst waiting to see a therapist, felt like an eternal hell. I lived in a country town, and I wanted to see a clinical psychologist that specialised in treating OCD. My sister booked the appointment, and we travelled interstate, for the first session. The following sessions were done via Skype over a period of six months. It was expensive at the time, but so worth it. My exposure sessions were done in person. It's where you practice confronting situations that make you anxious and make a choice not to do a compulsive behavior once the anxiety has been triggered. This was all done under the guidance of my therapist. What I had to do during my exposure sessions would make anyone cringe at the thought of having to partake in these exercises, but I did it anyway, all in the name of therapy. It's what helped me the most. Therapy has been essential for me in terms of recognizing and understanding my OCD, beliefs, behaviors, and reactions. It allowed me to develop tools and techniques for working through my feelings of anxiety that I never had to work with before. It combined cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, and Exposure Response Prevention, ERP. It's been a long road to recovery. I've had lapses, but not complete relapses. In my research into OCD, the best information that I have found came years later with Anthony William, the medical medium. 
I resonated with it so much that reading his books and listening to his podcast was like a big hallelujah and aha moment for me. It was the first time in a long time that I didn't feel at fault for having OCD. Instead, I felt seen, heard and understood. He states, the truth is that people with OCD have taught the industry everything it knows so far, which boils down to a complicated, sometimes unique and vast array of symptoms with which someone may suffer. The most predominant cause of OCD is the presence of toxic heavy metals in the brain, such as mercury, aluminium and copper, and or emotional trauma or soul trauma, such as physical or emotional abuse, intense emotional pain or repeated stress. Emotional trauma creates electrical charges in certain areas of the brain that are being overused due to emotional strain. The intense heat from the electrical impulses burns a cluster of brain cells and neurons. Neurons become hypersensitive around the area of the burned cluster of brain cells and this lays the foundation for emotional trauma, OCD. The repeating actions of OCD have everything to do with electrical impulses slamming into heavy metal deposits and or calloused brain tissue. It creates an unfinished feeling, a dissatisfaction with whatever task, thought or action you're doing at the time it's happening. Everybody's OCD is different. Whatever daily thought or action, whether wanted or unwanted, you are trying to conceive or achieve, ignore or avoid, if an electrical impulse is obstructed by a heavy metal deposit and or callous brain tissue, whilst you're thinking or doing it, you're going to get a sense that your thought, action or intention is unfinished. This leads to the urge to redo or rethink it, even if it's already complete. We may repeat a thought, task, intention or action again and again, even if it's displeasing, even if it seems to feel frightening. You may have more than one variety of OCD at once. OCD is an obstructive physical injury. A toxic heavy metal in the brain is an impediment from an outside source. Even after an electrical impulse has found a new route around the heavy metal deposit or callous brain tissue, the habit of the OCD behaviours can be challenging to break. For me, when I'm triggered by a present situation, my logical mind will now look for reasoning from my past experiences. 
where I have already overcome this trigger and discern that I am safe. My ego mind will then challenge me with doubt that this is true and project all of it onto some future scenario, creating fear, false evidence appearing real. This then causes me anxiety and distress an internal battle within myself. One thing I know for sure is that you can't think your way to safety. Oh, how I have tried and failed many times. The mind will always come up with some reason or another not to feel safe. If I give in to any OCD compulsions, I know I might as well have drawn a fear card and placed it in my back pocket for later, as when the same trigger arises again, and it will eventually, I know I will have to face it from a more disempowered place within myself. I've found it's best to face it in the moment and choose freedom over fear and short-term relief. The only way out of what I call an OCD trap is to trust yourself, your discernment and your intuition over and over again, trusting your instincts to keep you safe. By choosing to trust myself, I take my power back. I feel more empowered to make choices that keep me grounded so I can move forward in my life. I choose freedom again and again, and you can too. I've traveled around Europe, ran with the bulls in Spain, lived in Scotland, and toured through India from Delhi to Kathmandu all whilst having OCD and before receiving any treatment for it. If I didn't reach my rock bottom, I would never have taken the actions I needed to take to ask for help, get therapy and thrive in this world. These days, I no longer drink coffee I was always caffeine sensitive and found it made me feel more anxious. I've adopted a plant-based diet for several years now and I find I feel much better for it. My current therapy involves kinesiology sessions as they help me to heal my body, mind and soul. My traumas, my limiting beliefs, and regulate my sensitive nervous system from almost 30 years of living with OCD. I also see other healers and energy therapists when I feel called to. I still have OCD, but feel it's minimal now. I also have many tools to use that I never had before and a support team that allow me to function in this world 
without living in a constant state of fear and disempowerment, I have more freedom. I want you to know that you are not alone. I hope you find some comfort here. Bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Rebecca Campbell This is my OCD story. Love, Kathy.